November 27, 2003. Happy Turkey Day. It's a Watt from Pedro Show.
For John Dillinger, and hope he is still alive. Thanksgiving Day, November 28th, 1986. Thanks for the wild turkey and the passenger pigeons destined to be shit out through wholesome American guts. Thanks for a continent to despoil and poison. Thanks for Indians to provide a modicum of challenge and danger. Thanks for vast herds of bison to kill and skin, leaving the carcasses to rot. Thanks for bounties on wolves and coyotes. Thanks for the American dream to vulgarize and falsify until the bare lies shine through. Thanks for the KKK, for nigger-killing lawmen feeding their notches, for decent church-going women with their mean, pinched, bitter, evil faces. Thanks for kill a queer for Christ stickers. Thanks for the boratory age. Thanks for prohibition and the war against drugs. Thanks for a country where nobody is allowed to mind his own business. Thanks for a nation of thinks. Yes. Thanks for all the memories. All right, let's see your arms. You always were a headache and you always were a bore. Thanks for the last and greatest betrayal of the last and greatest of human dreams. What from Pedro Show? Thank you, Mr. Burroughs. That was William S. Burroughs. Special dedication to Thanksgiving, or what I'd like to call it, Thanksgiving. Give some thanks out. And just don't mouth it. Thankful. All the Indians weren't killed. Thankful for folks who question what's going on and hopefully want to make things better. Uh Thanks for Brother Matt being here to assist me. Thank you. With this Thanksgiving 2003 Watt from Pedro special edition show to celebrate play the entire Ascension from John Coltrane the second edition he recorded two versions and this is the one that came out on everything after the first pressing that's the way it is nowadays. Everything past the first. <clears throat> now, one day I'll play the uh, first edition.
but it was intense celebration of the static mind there in spirit and soul. Thank you, John Coltrane. Um, went paddling today. It was intense. Not because of the water being rough, because it was smooth and there was no wind. I paddled for like three hours. It was kind of a prayer paddle because uh, a friend of mine had somebody uh, die in their life. It was kind of a sad thing. So I tried to do the kind of praying without the words. With the heart, so I paddled my brains out. Tomorrow I uh, go up to the Bay Area and play some banyan gigs. Mr. Steve Perkins, Mr. Nort Wisdom, Willie Waldman, and the man I'm going to play next, Mr. Nels Klein, Watt from Pedro Show.
What from Pedro Show? That was Junior Kimbrough with You Better Run. Oh. I think Iggy wants us to learn that song. So you might hear the Stooges doing that cool. soon. I'm going to be with him in San Francisco on the 12th of Jane's Addiction. That should be a trip. Oh, wow. Yeah. Where are you going to play there? Uh, Bill Graham Auditorium. Cool. Towards you there. Brother Matt, you there? Yeah, so so where's, uh, the, is uh, that a new place? I haven't been up to Bill Graham's, but is it renamed of another place? Uh, I've never played, played it. Oh. Civic Auditorium, uh, some municipal okay. building or something. Uh-huh. It's a trip. This weekend I'm uh, in Fairfax Town, uh, a little bit northwest San Rafael, Marin County, and Saturday night Great American Music Hall. Oh, cool. North Market. Good classic spot. And um, come back Sunday. Approximately uh, my second minute for the record in January. Uh, before... Uh, Junior Kimbrough. We had um, Tony Share with the record from Steve Shelley's label. A uh, little tune there called Poor Katie's Car. And we started the set off with X Ray My Dreams, Nels Klein. That's from this uh, record I'm on also with um, Talia and Thurston. It's called You've Got Your Orders, and what happened was this cat, um, what was his name, Zach, something like that, Josh, <laughs> Irv, Shem, <laughs> Bobby, <laughs> I, can't, I think it was Zach. <clears throat> anyway, he would give you the title of the song, and then you would have to write a song according uh-huh. to that title. So I got like a ghost on fire, and Nell's got X-ray in my dreams. Uh, kind of a trippy concert. Yeah, yeah. I did that Thunder Pants with my pad. Now, Vinny Vegas is supposed to come by. Cool. And he says he's going to bring some records. You have him stop for some tacos, too. Did you? <laughs> no, no, I'm still full of turkey. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. We got. I run. did a funky thing. I ate at a restaurant with my mom and sister. So I was my little the- sister, Marilyn, was poisoned. Food poisoned, so she couldn't come. So oh, It was punk. a trippy thing. Like a glorified Denny's. You know, I tore, I eat out a lot. It was trippy. So, uh, but I love being with my sisters and stuff. But Melinda's reading Holy Blood, Holy Grails. Oh, I read that years ago, so uh, I'm tripping on that. The spear. Yeah, right Well, we're there. at the end of uh, first hour, November 27, 2003, Thanksgiving special edition of Watt from Pedro Show. Hang tight for hour two. November 27, 2003. Happy Turkey Day. It's hour two of the Watt from Pedro show. Well, under that hood, or bonnet if you prefer, of course, <laughs> well, have to be blue on it. Finest old margarine there was, but that bonnet drove straight eight. Hell, more it was, 32 Chrysler. Of course, it was a convertible, but that Chrysler ain't, man, I mean, 85. I mean, yes, 85. Great, great, great. That eight. I mean, an eight, great. Uh, Why, the straight eight, you know, is all there was. Yeah. And then, sky split a four. (laughs) 
Hmm. 1932. Same year as mine it was, yeah. B, who called it. Roadster. Now, my Chrysler, a lot heavier, may own a thousand pounds. Uh, hell, yes, I, maybe twelve hundred. There wasn't much course in front of us. It was uh, between here and La Hunter, as I recall, Rocker Ford and all. Then they had to match at land, and, uh, oh, I can never understand, but anyhow, he took off ahead of me. A what? Oh, well, uh, then I saw, that's right, heck, I gotta wind up. Yeah. So I was heavier anyway, like I say. There it comes. First curve. Well, I held on his fender as best I could to make him think I was going to lack him over a bite. Just see where his fright line stood. He didn't even quiver. In fact, I know that he's just reaching for the first bow in that quiver that arrow there. Pretty sure I don't know. Was it straight? That's what I had, man. I mean, great, I say again. But, I, boy, boy, when you get that thing right in there, oh, lovely, lovely. But, damn it all, bless all the same year it was. That, that, oh, that double four, that, what they call it, that, I tell you the word, and I hate to use it in public, but it was, I tell you, it was used by all the Indians, everybody thereabouts, and mad Pollocks, you know what it was? I tell you again, I don't, 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 I don't dare tell you, no. I, but anyway, the straight eight was uh, all I had, but here it was. I saw, I was so sorry I didn't get it in. Well, one more time then. I tell you what it was, and that's what it is. We called it then. I wouldn't say it except in four languages. Yes, true. And it is a poor fellow. It's backwards and upside down, too. It's all it needs, say. The folked. Yes, what it was, folked. See, the folk ate. Though it was over the folked ate. Came out better than the straight. Well, now, when you can bend them and change them and turn them about like that, all we got to do is find right now where we're going to get along without going too far. What a car.
What from Pedro Show? That was the urinals from their new album. The patient, the, the song was called "The Patient Believes." I don't think that was uh, John Jones singing either. I think that might have been the Guitar Cat. But who knows? I can't remember <laughs> seeing him live doing it. Urinals a big influence on the Minuteman. Been around for 25, more than 25 years. Much respect to Kevin and John. Kel's got a new band. He's no longer with Urinals. It's a couple of years now. Uh, but I'm going to be doing a gig with him early next year, the second man. Before that, we had Jim O'Rourke off of his uh, album Bad Timing. I don't know the name of the song, though, because Jim don't write them on the sleeves. If he writes it, it's like tiny white lettering on pale yellow or something. (laughs) (laughs) But this one, we couldn't find it anywhere, so that was track number four. It's four long songs, and that was the fourth one. So, sorry, Jim, I can't tell folks the name. But it was trippy. Kind of uh, set the pace of today's show. Or just along with the pace already set. And we started off the second hour of the Wild from Pedro show with Straight Eight. Some spiel from uh, Neil Cassidy. Off his uh, Drive CDR. Some cat got me uh, off the internet. I wanted to play, I got hooked, but CD went up, or CDR only went up to track 32, and of course I needed track 33, so I'll have to do some work on the pewter to try to get, it it has over 40 uh, spiels on there. He's a trip, if you don't know him, he was a beat, him and uh, Kerouac, I guess Neil was the cat who did all the driving. He's a wild man. Because uh, I don't think Kerouac ever drove, maybe once. But he was on the road <laughs> as a passenger. Anyway, I'm very pleased to tell you all, next aboard is Brother Matt and his spin cycle. Cool and funky.
Watt from Pedro Show. Oh, brother Matt. What timing, huh? <laughs> Slammed it. That was Punkmobile by Vom. Richard Meltzer in the 70s with his Hollywood band. I'd hate to hear me say that, wouldn't he? <laughs> um, Vinny Vegas has come joined us. Hey. hey. What's happening? He brought some records. We'll play them next hour. But we're at the end of uh, hour two now of the Watt from Pedro show. The November 27, 2003 special Thanksgiving edition. Or Thanksgiving, like I like to call it. Like to call it. Uh, we're starting a new mind movie. Having completed last show, the um, Fourth Tower Inverness, we're going to join further travels with Jack Flanders, with the incredible adventures of Jack Flanders. Part one, coming up soon, hour three, hold tight. November 27, 2003, it's the third hour of the special Thanksgiving edition of the Watt from Pedro show. Here's part one of the incredible adventures of Jack Flanders. The incredible adventures of Jack Flanders. From the worlds of science fiction, we bring you an epic adventure of modern fantasy. Tales of wizards, demons, pirates, and sorcery. Join us. Through the magic of radio, we'll travel beyond the borders of your imagination into the magnificent realms of mystical fantasy as ZBS Media brings you The Incredible Adventures of Jack Flanders. Our story begins on a dark and stormy night when a young man by the name of Jack Flanders receives a mysterious package. Coming. Coming. Flanders. Yes? Sign here. Sign for what? I've got a package for you. At 2 o'clock in the morning? Just sign here. Look, I'm not expecting any kind of a Please, package. just sign. All right. All right. Where do you want it? Good. Grief. That's a big crate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where do you want it? Um, a anywhere. Right. Well, thanks. Yeah. Hmm. Well, may as well open it up. Jack removes the top from the shipping crate and peers down inside. Hmm. There's something greenish down in there. Good Lord. It's an overstuffed armchair. It's enormous. 
strange material. It's like, like green skin. What's this? It's a card. To Jack, with all my love. Venus Velvet. Venus Velvet? Never heard of it. Oh, well. Chair looks comfortable. Jack sits in the big overstuffed chair. Mm. He sinks way down into the soft, green, velvety cushions. This is the most relaxing chair I've ever sat in. Hmm. Time seems to slow Something... Something feels odd. I feel as though I'm walking. Wait a minute. What is the street? Welcome to the fourth dimension. What? With a tremendous effort, Jack bounds out of the overstuffed chair. Uh, oh, I must have dozed off. That chair. Something about it. it, it it's almost too comfortable. Jack sits again. It's a perfectly normal green velvet, shimmering, alive, creepy, overstuffed chair. Uh oh. I, I have the feeling I'm walking again. I can see the street more clearly now. The buildings are old, crumbling. Trees growing up through the buildings. Their branches stick out through the windows. Wait, it's, it's no longer a street. It's a hallway. There's something at the end of the hall. It's a portrait of a woman. It's the Mona Lisa. No, no. She has dark skin. Yet the resemblance is... What? A mustache just appeared under her nose. A pen just appeared in my hand. Suddenly, Jack finds himself in the middle of an arena. The seats are packed with thugs, ruffians, hoodlums, and cutthroats. Thousands of squinting bloodshot eyes fall upon the portrait of the woman that resembles the Mona Lisa. Their eyes silently note the freshly drawn mustache while their throats softly growl with menace. Their eyes suddenly shift to the pen Jack holds. And a low aha echoes around the arena. Look, I didn't do it. Now with murder in those bloodshot eyes, with daggers clenched in their yellow teeth, with cutlasses gripped in their scarred fists, into the arena they leap. Jack retreats. He's fleeing back down the hall. I, I, I've got to get out of this chair. The hall becomes the street. The street becomes the living room, and Jack bounds out of the chair. <sighs> Good grief. I, I dozed off again. There is definitely something very strange about this chair. Oh. <sighs> God, 
God, it's almost it's almost 3 a.m. I've got to get to bed. Oh no. Why do I keep being drawn back to this chair? I don't I don't want to sit down. I'm sitting down again. Uh-oh. Now what? Jack ascends a long silver staircase that seems to spiral up and up into the stars. He comes upon a door, but he continues climbing. He passes a second door, a third door, a fourth door. But at the fifth door, he raises the latch and steps into space. shut behind me. Oh, it's locked. Good grief, I'm stuck out here in space. I'm standing on a ledge in space. Voices. From where? Jack edges along the narrow ledge. Sounds like I'm getting closer to, to something. The ledge continues to widen. Until there before him stretches a long wharf. Men hurry, loading and unloading cargo from great merchant galleons, similar to the three-masted sailing ships of old. With one exception. Attached to the sides of their hulls are wings, and they float not on water, but in the air. Holy smokes! Flying ships! Aye! Oh. The whole sky be their ocean, lad. Is this a port of some sort? Aye. The wharf be a natural ledge for mooring to this mountain wall. Good grief. One with such odd attire must come from lands that be far off. Uh, no. Back where the dock narrows, there's a door. Hey, it's not there. Th there was a door. Easy, lad. Others have entered this realm through stranger ways and waste a lifetime trying to find their cursed door. I think I'm dreaming. There's no turning back, lad. And you're not dreaming. I don't like this. Where are you be heading? I don't know. Come on, then. We'll talk to the captain of the Blue Swallow. He may be in need of a bewildered lad with a strong back. Oh. I think I've been set up. When I was a wee lad like you, I wandered wherever the winds took me. Many a strange sight these eyes have seen. Great sunken cities that lie to the south. The northernmost port of the city of Odd. Even sail to the mountains of the west where lies the disputed borders of the... Never mind. Never mind? Aye. Let me introduce myself. They be calling me Owl Eyes. Uh, glad to meet you. I'm J... Hey, what's that? They posted a likeness of one of the most bloodthirsty devils that plague these heavens. Step closer, lad. Tis a face you'll not easily forget. Wanted for crimes of high piracy, armed and dangerous, the pirate queen known as the... As the Black Mona Lisa. 
the black Mona Lisa. Hey. They say that smile of angelic sweetness upon her lips comes from watching men being skinned alive. Really? Aye, and with a dull knife. But, but she's so beautiful. Aye, she's that. Look! What? A but... moustache just appeared upon her lip. Oh, oh what good you What sorcery is this? What's going on here? Oh. What, hey, what's happened here? Well, Someone's drawn a moustache upon the black Mona Lisa. Uh, it's impossible. Aye, and it's signed. Oh, signed? Wh- whose name, then? A stranger name I've never seen. Come on, come on, who's the fool? No, wait a minute. It is signed. Jock Flanders. Oh, oh Lord. Whoever it is, he just signed on for a slow death. Uh, he did that. Uh, really? She'll hunt him down, she will. Aye, she uh, will, she Mona will. The Mona Lisa has a rotten sense of humor. Oh, he's as good as skin. <laughs> What's that. your name, lad? M- me? Well, uh, look, I didn't draw that mustache. He looks guilty. Uh, uh, no. He could do anything. No, no. Well, then. But... But, 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 in this realm, lad, when you dream something, it's liable to be done. What's what's your name? Yeah, what's your name? M- my name? Oh, your yeah. name. Um, um... Well, well, uh, well come on. Uh, uh, Marcel. 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 Mm-hmm. Marcel? I don't think so. Marcel what? Uh, Duchamp. Hmm. Marcel. You're lucky then, Marcel. Wouldn't want to be in the boots of the one known as Flanders. Oh, aye, aye, that's true aye. enough. She'll skin your boots, too. Jack follows the old sailor through the congested traffic of the docks. They stop before a tall, wiry fellow with a great purple beard. A beard as unruly as an eagle's nest. Captain Swallow, can we use a clever fella like yourself here? Can he use a cutlass? Uh, not very well, I'm Can afraid. he count a spell? Uh, you, you mean, um... Sorcery. Uh, no, I, I don't think... Can so. he doctor a wound? Well, if... Can if, he read? Uh, yes. Can he write? Uh, y- yes. Can he handle numbers? Sure. Good. Load that lad there with three crates of potato, two crates of lemon uh, greens, uh, and a crate of turnips, uh, a small cask of rum. Uh, now, how much you owe me? Uh, uh, seven. Ah, he can handle numbers. Now carry him down in the hole. Uh, but, but I, th- I thought that I you might... You thought? The captain does the thinking on this ship. Get moving! After the cargo is loaded, the mooring lines are cast free. The wingsmen man the slow, undulating movements of the great wings. The huge, bellowing sails catch the wind and the mighty merchant galleon sets forth into the starry night. Tell me, Alwise, there's chambers of gas that keep this ship afloat, right? Aye. The oars of the wingsmen are for stabilizing. It is always the sail that does the true carry. Yeah, but this this hull isn't wood. It's a it's a woven fiber of some sort. That is not unlike the paper nest of your common household wasp. But with a hull like paper and uh, chambers of gas, well, does anyone smoke? It is not as combustible as may seem. Though once a fire sets hold, the gas contributes to a sight spectacular to behold. <laughs> I can imagine. The ship gradually gains height, gliding over the tops of the foothills. A three-quarters moon rises above the mountains. Jack paces the deck, too excited to sleep, while Owl Eyes mans the wheel. We're moving back into the mountains. 
Ahead, there'll be a pass where we may cross these icy peaks. You always travel at night? There'll be pirates hidden in the black coves of these mountains. Night be the only safe time. That cleft in the mountains, then. Is that the pass? Tis Mad Missoula's pass. Mad Missoula? A mad sorcerer. Ring the little silver bell there, lad. Oh, uh, sure. Our eyes. Aye. A, a child just appeared in the bow. The bell called her forth. You see, lad, when we enter pockets where the sorcerer may cast his net, the child serves to warn in advance. Incredible. She is that, for when she senses dangers, those pigtails of hers rise up. If you see that, ring that black bell there, lad. You mean she can actually Shh, sense? Don't disturb her concentration. You mean she can actually Shh, sense? We enter Mad Missoula's past, and I need me own concentration. As the great winged galleon glides into the narrow pass, the black shadows cast by these steep mountain walls slowly engulf the ship. But in that dull darkness, Jack notices the little girl's pigtails are beginning to rise straight up. She, she senses something ahead. Then ring the bell, lad. I can't move. He's casting his blooming net. Ring it, lad. I, I can't move. Listen to him. It's not Missoula, all right? He'll suck up your mind if you don't move quick. I can't. As the winds rise and the great ship creaks and groans, a tremendous mental force comes crushing down. The men howl in agony. The captain staggers out upon the deck. He raises his fist and curses a mantra at the insane laughter and shrieking wind. The wind suddenly ceases. Calm comes. The captain returns below deck. And they're clear of Mad Missoula's pass. Hello. Huh? Oh. Hello. My name is Little Frida. I'm Jack Flanders. Ah, so your name be Jack Flanders. Uh, well, actually... I want to show you something. Come here. Pull the tarp off that cage there. Huh? Oh, sure. Good grief. What is that thing? A demon. No, it's not. It's a, it's a reptile of some kind. It's a frombork. A frombork? It looks lethal. They can be that. When she unfolds her wings, she has a span of over six meters. Six meters? That's... Good Lord, that, that's 18 feet. A full-grown frombork can carry a man in flight. What, what do you do with a frombork? That adolescent frombork will fetch a fine price. The captain trades with the sorcerers. Well, I'm not too fond of its eyes. Oh, she's taken a liking to you. A good-trained frombork is evil as the devil himself. No, they're not. They be... That's why the sorcerers like him. Well, I don't, I don't understand why the captain deals with sorcerers when they're just trying to snuff him. The captain be a strange fellow, an ex-pirate himself who's had his twisted foot in every kind of camp. Well, well tell me something, little Frida. Hey, she's gone. Aye, she comes and goes like a will-o'-the-wisp. She be a strange one, too. Beyond the foothills stretch the rolling hills of Zambura. The thick vegetation is parted by rivers like thin silver snakes that reflect the faint light of the moon. What a fantastic view from up here. 
I can see the ship's shadow moving over the hills like some great winged bird that... Wait a minute. The moon's not behind us. That's not our shadow. Hey, hey, owl eyes. Hi. We have a shadow that's not ours. What? The moon's not behind us, see? There'd be another ship somewhere crossing the stars above. Ah, see there, lad. Something be sitting in the cup of the Big Dipper. You mean it's above us? Aye. Sound the big bell, lad. They be moving swift upon us now. Pirates? Aye, pirates. Sky pirates. The bell, quick, quickly, lad. The ship suddenly springs to life as all hands prepare for battle. Please commence to fire, prepare Ready with the long guns, look at our Sky pirates? Aye. We've been here in the range, Captain. Take the sword, lad. Oh, look, I'm not very good with this sort of thing. Believe me, be no joke to walk the plank from a skyship. Look sharp there, lad. Huh? Oh, you can say that again. Aye, aye, Captain. Prepare for broadsides. Prepare for broadsides. Prepare for broadsides. Prepare for... Put the hooks to us. Oh. They'd be in range, Captain. Give her a broadside. Fire! 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 They'd be ceased for some fiendish reason. Well, I know, Owl Eyes. What is it you want, you scurvy scum of the sky? We want someone who drew the mustache upon our pirate queen. Uh-oh. What the hell's he yelping about? I don't care no artists on the ship. You squint hard, don't. Oh, I think this is all my fault. Best escape in this short-winged skiff, lad. Mm. We know the blasphemer beyond your bar. Blasphemer? I'll give you blasphemy. Well, where's the skiff? We know the blasphemer's name be Flanders, but he calls himself Marcel Duchamp. Where's that new lad? Suppose he's below, Captain. Fetch him up here, pronto. He's not on board! Ah, we look for ourselves. Stand by for boarding! Says you. I'll draw me own moustache across your face with a cannonball. Fire! Fire! Look out. Where, where? Frombork's loose. Back, lad. Let it go. I'm trying, but it's stalking me. Look out, lad. She's going for you. Let me out of here. Yeah. Uh, it's got me. Help. Allies, it's it's, it's carrying me away. Hey there. What's this? He's taken me, Frombork. The Frombork be taking him, Captain. Cease your fire. Cease your fire. Cease your fire. Cease your fire. All right. Who let loose me, Frombork? Was a stinking pirate scum cannonball hit the cage square, Captain? You hear that, you stupid pirate poopy? You lost me valuable frombok! So what? So you gotta pay for me, frombok! Says you! Give me your scurvy raspberry! Fire! Oh, you 
so as the two sky ships have at each other with joyous abandon, Jack is carried off into the stars. Hey. I'm back in my own living room. It's morning. I must have been dreaming. No. No, it wasn't a dream. Who is this Venus Velvet? And why did she send me this crazy chair? I don't know. But I have a feeling I'm going to find out. was just like a native in some railroad jeans. So what do you have, senors? Chillers of beans. Smith said, baby, I give you a little clue. I want the best dish in the house, bitch. And you know that's you. Like, baby, what's your name? Mine is Smitty. They call me cocaine. He went in his pockets and took out all his toes. I'm going to take you to New York and make you mouth. For a minute, fam thought she was going for the spill. Until she moved back from the table and said, wait, are you for real?
On turn five on the short course, there are two patches that are at the apex of the turn that are, are very bad. Uh, In the pit area, everybody, your attention, just one second. Anyone having a meatball, we need one before this race starts. If you know where there is one, would you see that we get it, please? We are going to try to have a black power, flag. Please. We have the black flag, but we don't have the meatball. We're going to have that between turns four and five. So watch for, keep an eye out for it so that you won't have to make an extra lap. This one is called The Recess Bells of School. My father's feet stank and his smile was like a blaze of dog shit. When I saw the brisk, hard stubble hairs of his beard in the bathroom basin, sickening thoughts would enter my skull. I'd enter, I'd sense arcades fat with fools forever to be the very blood of that hated blood made the windows intolerable and the sounds and the flowers and the trees ugly but one lives suicide before the age of 10 is rare other men's sons seem so energetic and knowing brutal were the calla lilies brutal the nectar and the kiss Brutal the recess bells of school. Brutal were the softball games. Brutal the soccer and the volleyball. The skies were white and high. And I look at the faces of the game players and they were strangely masked. Now, I eat in cafes, attend concerts, live with women, gamble, drink, trim hedges, buy automobiles, have friends, have pets. I attend weddings, funerals, boxing matches. I pay a fair share of taxes. I stand in lines at supermarkets. I clean my fingernails. I cut the long hairs out of my nostrils. I take sun baths. I repair damages. I attempt not to offend. I laugh. I listen to the viewpoints of enemies. I telephone plumbers and lawyers. I get towed in from freeway breakdowns. I get my teeth clean. I search for heroes. I go blind when I look at the sun. My father's feet stank and his smile was like a blaze of dog shit. It's all the same. Hey, this is fucking Mark fucking B and John fucking O'Rourke, and I can't say their full goddamn names because the fucking corporate shit are going to sue my ass. I'm tired, I'm frustrated, I'm full of shit, and I hate my fucking job.
from Pedro show as butthole surfers off their uh, forthcoming collection of odds and ends through the years that's from a long time ago like when they first played with the Minutemen and, and big boys up at the Grandia room what's it say here oh of course it's fucking light tan on white and brother Matt's got the fucking <laughs> Darkness going here. It is bright for the pad. Yeah, it is. I shouldn't be playing. Yeah, 1982. I remember uh, Gibby giving me a cassette with that song on there. Only Paul and him were the members from the versions you people probably know. Um, had a cat named Eskimo on bass. I can't remember who the drummer was. Ray? Ralph? I don't know. Uh, before that, we had Mr. Charles Bukowski planted in the same boneyard as D. Boone across from Navy Housing I came to in this town. Distinguished Pedro resident. And that was something from his uh, album Hostage done in uh, maybe 1980 at the Sweetwater. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sweet Dump. Yeah. Before that, we had some songs that uh, Vinny Vegas picked. Vinny, tell us about them. Now that we're on the air, you can fucking babble where it makes sense. Dude, babbles through all the songs. We couldn't hear any of the Jack Flanners or the music. All right, what was the last one that we played? Uh, for, well, it's weird oh, because they put a comma Manor after 400 million point. thousand, but uh, then they have four numbers. I thought there was supposed to be a comma every three numbers. Anyway, it's four zero zero comma zero zero three seven miles. Man or Astor Man band I played with years ago. Yeah, that's I think good. in I Birmingham at some um, festival during the summer, maybe ninety six. Uh, it was, was a trip. Before. They were a good band. I like them. 
I don't know if they're still together anymore. I liked when they flowed the uh, clone bands around. Did you ever see any of that? No. Yeah, they had clones. They would play the Man or, Ma- Astro Man set, but it wasn't them. In fact, one of them was girls. And I didn't yeah. hear about that. Yeah, well, the only thing new is you finding out about it. <laughs> and then before uh, Man or Astro Man, we had Mexicali Rose by Ghetto Bird. Then he tell us about that since you're directly involved. That's a recording I did a couple years ago with Jeff Young, uh, surfer guy, and we took a Dolomite. I have a Dolomite record. And uh, we played the uh, Dolomite doing his rap on the Mexicali Rose, and I just put some music over it. Mostly Jeff that made it sound good, cause he, although he couldn't get the song played. He couldn't get once. through the song, right? Yeah, so I took the beginning of one try and the ending of other try and glue, put them together. And uh, that was cool. A little Splice Meister. Little splice house poof meister. <laughs> yeah, we had a fun time. That was like you know. I saw a sign in Germany on a tour once that said house poof meister. The guy was a muffler repairman. House poof. <laughs> and we started off the third hour with part one of the incredible adventures of Jack Flanders, a new mind movie that we'll be playing on the Watt Pedro show for the next ten shows. It's a tripper. Nine years. After uh, Fourth Tower Inverness, you can see where Jack has taken himself or got himself taken via green velvet chair in the mail. So watch out. You get a chair in the mail, watch out before you sit in it. (laughs) Vinny, you gave me this uh, next record we're going to play here, Orange County Band, but it's got a Pedro guy. Yeah, it's a Pedro. He's the a communist partiers. <laughs> Lipstick pickups. They're from Orange County on Kapow Records. Orange County band with a hammer and well, it ain't a hammer and sickle. It's a lipstick and it's, in a sickle. Yeah, it's our buddy Kid Kevin, his girlfriend Aaron, and their friends Tracy and uh, two Vanessa. Two boys, two girls. No, it's three and three. Looks like two and two. No, it's one and three. It's one and three. <laughs> My bad. Those three are boys. Three girls. Oh, three girls. Drummer. See the boys up. This is Tony. Way. Tony came and joined us here. Howdy. Sorry to Tony Cook. You gotta get by the mic, G. Tony Cook from the, the Leeches. Don't touch it, because we get noise. <laughs> hey, no more beer for you. <laughs> it's the second one. Yeah, well, <laughs> LW, you know. <laughs> Don't let him sniff the wine cork. It's <laughs> over. Take the L out of lover, and it's over. So these are Orange County people. Yeah, yeah all, uh, you know them, Tony. Residents. Yeah, inland, not surf punk. No, no, nope. no. Adolescents, the middle class here from Fullerton, inland punk, social. The Agnew Brothers. You know it, Mike Patton. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna play lipstick pickups. Why you Why'd you pick this song? I, I like the band a lot, although I haven't heard this record. They gave it to me. It's a newer one, and uh, they're friends of mine. So this is the Cherry people. Listen. This is what. No, it's not Cherry Lit. I like the band. See, he heard me. <laughs> Why from Pedro Show?
Watt from Pedro show. That was over quick. Sorry about that. That's Gang Green with um, alcohol. Played with them once. Minuteman, the channel. They were only trio. They're four piece here. They're wearing scarves. It's funny how these hardcore bands wanted to graduate to rock and roll, but none of them made it. Hash out. They were better when they were uh, hardcore. Anyway, we did this gig. I mean, no disrespect, but they uh, did this gig, and uh, Darty, the singer, was a uh, Budweiser. Budweiser had a big Budweiser banner. Budweiser on his shirt. Well, Budweiser won because the guy didn't even get one song out. Was on the deck puking <laughs> out of the race. I saw him once. We, we got to go on early. I saw him once at Fenders. Us and Who's to do and um, he got lucky that Fenders. night. They must have went on early. Yeah, and Gangrene. And those were Sunday uh, gigs. And if you know Massachusetts, no beers on Sundays. Uh, so just like him talking about Chocho here, probably getting weird on Big Al. <laughs> they're getting weird on uh, Andrew would just set you up. Southie guys ran that club. It's funny. I think they tore it down. Before that, we had Religion Against Religion uh, with uh, hatred towards government slash schools, which is... <laughs> More Bizarre uh, concept for uh, a band to sing about. Before that, we had uh, Petra Hayden with a song called I from her Imaginary Land uh, record. She told me she's going to make another one. Uh, she's going to be on the show soon and to play the whole. She did the whole Who Sellout a cappella. We got to yeah, play that. Cool. And uh, what did we have before that? Yeah, your your record. Lipstick pickups. Lipstick, Lipstick pickups with uh, better than you. Yeah, first right. time I heard Orange it. Orange County. Good bad line. Tony, you just came off tour. Howdy. I did. Yeah, <laughs> it's radio. <laughs> you got to talk. <laughs> the head bobs don't register. <laughs> Tony slept for a week afterwards. Sickness. Tour oh, sickness. Yeah, nothing like tour sickness. Postmortem. Postpartum. He was there that night at the party that we went and saw the music. But he was uh, holed up in his whole... Portland people. I, I like was Last week in Pedro. I was puking in the bathroom and that happened. On 4th Street. Yep. Where's Todd live now? Uh, 3rd Street. All the way to 3rd. Yeah, but he was saying he left town. No, I didn't say he left town. I thought he lived... Uh, I just said he bailed to the 4th Street Street. He's kind of a hermit in a way so kind of left town what about the 4th street scene how old is it now uh it's hard to tell I'd say like 8 years or so since FYP yeah I think that a couple houses got passed down to people yeah Yeah. so it's hard to keep track like I went there a long time ago just for a party when there was only one house and is that what you live in no it was Howell Bedell's upper 4th street I think uh that's the first time I saw touring bands like in a backyard party atmosphere. It was blew me away. Black Flag used to play parties backyard. First in the old days, it. there was a lot of that. But yeah, it tripped me out there. There was a Pedro scene like that, and I went to this thing, and there's a lot of folks there. Uh, to be at a gig and hear people yelling Pedro was a trip. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, there's a lot of Pedro pride. Cool thing happening down there. I call Tony the anchor. He's been holding that house down for a while, man. He's moved consecutively from each room to the better one every time. <laughs> he 
you know, now he's got like the Solamente bathroom, you know, for those fucking chilly mornings and whatever. So that was cool, yeah. And the new Godfather? Yes. How many people <laughs> live there? Four people, right? A happy household right. and two cats. But there's house on each side? There's a house, there's one uh, civilian house between us and a friendly house. But our neighbors are friendly as well. I mean, they don't call the cops. Yeah, that's right. I'm amazed. Yeah. They should yeah. call the cops. <laughs> and uh, so basically, it's about bands. There it's was some cat bands. there. No, well, Craig Abara pointed out to me some guy who does uh, work with video. Oh yeah, uh, that's Flippy. He's actually from he's from Connecticut, and he came all the way to Pedro just to uh, to hang out and help with a recess video. Wow. Mm-hmm. He met FYP, or rather, FYP met him on tour and invited him back to Pedro. And now he lives in the basement next door to my house and he's worked some video stuff. You got oh. a crawl space on your belly and then you go into this like little thing and it's all carpet layered out. It's like the uh, ghetto uh, version uh, of the Love Grotto, man. <laughs> it, it, it is. That Alice in Wonderland hole, rabbit hole. Good videos. But with uh, Gigi <laughs> Allen thrown in there. He's been wanting to pedal. Oh, wow. He must pedal? More than once he's mentioned it. All right. When's the last time you pedaled with me? Oh, I've been terrible on that. Last time I pedaled was with you. I paddle four days a week. I'm going to do Paddle three week. days a week. And pluck I'm older than probably uh, all them people in the porch core house together. Huh? Happy nice. There's strong bike riders over there. Are there? Yeah. There's some paddlers? Yeah. Raul says he wants to paddle, too. One of them's got a canoe now. Kayak. <laughs> well, a canoe would no, be I tough. My bad. Yeah, no, a kayak. Now, who called it? Willie called it a canoe. I said, dude, you take a canoe on the ocean, you're going over the side. <laughs> First wave that comes, you're going over. <laughs> you sit too high up in those babies. But that'd be cool. You know, probably the, everybody's faster than me. I mean, I'm, no we, uh, Oh, man, that's what you say on the bike. And I, I almost fell over at Walker's after going to Banchovy. We tried to Chovy's a hill. We tried to make Aaron sick. So we go by Tone's house. And, uh, I yeah, but Aaron's out of the race. He wants to get back to Pedro. Anyway, Tony, you come back on another show. I'd like to talk more about this. It's cool. That'd be nice. Vinny, thanks for coming by. Happy Brother Matt, of course. Brother righteous Matt. assistance, essential aid from Brother Matt at Love Grotto here at Pleasure Point. <laughs> where north of the equator, west of the Rockies, November 27, 2003, special Pedro Thanksgiving Show, keep your powder dry. <laughs>